This is Dyson X the podcast, episode 78 for the week of May 20th, 2007. Dyson2EX, EX, the podcast, an extension of the all-encompassing Dragon Ball fan site. Dyson2EX. We cover anything and... Everything. Everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit of... Entertaining. That's right. <laughs> no more Pokemon for you. All right, so I have a Pokemon story, but yeah. we need to introduce ourselves first, and then I'll get to my Pokemon story. Oh. It involves my hallucinations in the middle of the night. <laughs> However, uh, voice in my head from up yonder in the north of New York, and I guess that's north compared to me, you are Julian. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing pretty damn good. You are almost done. You are done with this thing called school. I'm graduating on Sunday. Woo! <laughs> you are now a part of our group. I guess. And like lots of other people. The bachelors. Too. That's fantastic. And uh, you so you're done with all your papers and everything's passed in. And yes. Sweet. And I'll be graduating cum laude. You're just too fucking cool, man. Yep. Yep. That's what he has <laughs> he to say. He knows yep. it. He's awesome and he knows <laughs> it. Over here, to my less than proverbial right, this is how you say the woman, how you say the Mary. The one with the boobs. The one with the estrogen. The one with- The one who's under six feet tall. Yes. Hey, I am too. Barely cracked five, let's say. Julian- Although the one that's under five and a half. You're shorter than six foot as well, aren't you? Yes. Not that much Let taller. me rephrase that. <laughs> the, the one who's the shortest of the three of us. Okay, that makes more sense. Mary, how are you doing? I'm swell, thanks. You're Doing welcome. Good. You're welcome. The hell was that? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, yeah, happy it's uh late in the week. This week flew. Ready for the weekend. Yeah. Yes. So if that is Julian off in the distance, and this is Mary over here to my lesser proverbial right, that means I am Mike Labrie Vegito EX. The man with no pants. The man with no name. Like guess he has a name because he just said it. All right, so Pokemon <laughs> hallucinations. Let's get it on here. So I'm sleeping last night, and we have this whole deal where last weekend, Mary, we were at your sister's, and maybe you can hear a little bit of it in my voice. She has a rabbit, and I'm highly allergic to a rabbit, and I didn't get sick, but that shit's in my system. So. I woke up last night, still kind of quasi-sick, couldn't really breathe, came out, took some Sudafed, etc. Except when I wake up in the middle of the night, it's really bad when I take NyQuil, so I don't take NyQuil anymore. But I have sick hallucinations. Not that they're of a grotesque nature, but when I'm sick, I tend to hallucinate and see funny things in the middle of the night. Like cell baking human flesh in an oven? No, that was just a normal nightmare. This, however, <laughs> see, you would think I'd see maybe aliens or like <laughs> night people or that kind of. No, I just have, like when you wake up in the morning, you have something stuck in your head. You can't get it out of your head. It's like that, only I picture things and I see things. And I just had this in my head like, I gotta go into my bag and get the antidote heal. And Nidoran's gonna hit me with the poison spear, the nose thing. And then I say to myself like, Mike, you're sick. It's only like 1230. What the fuck are you thinking? And then I just like slip back into that quasi-asleep picturing Pikachu in my head kind of thing. It's fucking crazy. 
So yeah, <laughs> I want to go back to bed and be like, Pikachu, I love you. I wish I remembered a little bit more of it, but it was like I was picturing my Pokedex and my items, and I was going to heal myself with the Pokemon items, and I would say, but you're not a Pokemon. It's not Final Fantasy. Like, blah, 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 blah. However, I've gone on with my day. I, I later went to sleep and woke back up again, and I've gone through a work day, and I played more Pokemon. And you lived to tell about <laughs> it. One last You're Pokemon me. story. Finally, someone at lunch yesterday asked me, <laughs> so what new games you playing? Oh, no. And I had to say, quote, you're going to laugh at me. <laughs> I'm playing Pokemon. <laughs> and I hope they laughed at you. Yes. <laughs> that concludes the uh, Mike self-deprecation beginning of an episode here. Wait, wait, I must ask, who yes. was it that asked you? Was it a, an old lady? No, it was not an old lady. A male co-worker? Yes. Oh. <laughs> so, you know, if it was an old lady, she could play it off as, oh, oh, oh you cute youngins. But if it's just like a young guy, that's kind of embarrassing. This conversation is over. <laughs> we are moving on this is a dragon ball podcast why the fuck are you still talking about pokemon what is wrong with you you know i'm trying to go on about we have so much news in this topic to talk about and you're like mike tell us more about your pokemon hallucinations tell us what you did at work today and uh, how Somewhat dare embarrassed. you how dare you interrupt my dragon ball podcast to talk about pokemon let's do the poke rap um, ready uh, I all I remember is the opening theme in Japanese. Masada Town. Gotcha! Fuck this. Let's talk about the goddamn Dragon Ball news. So in the news this week, where the hell's my outline? I don't know. I, I thought have a story. we were winging it. <laughs> That's the news this week. Where is Mike's outline? Click. <laughs> Oh, man. I could give the news for something else. Well, what is it? Is it interesting? Oh, and on 2 came out. Yes, I know. I was actually going to ask you, did you get it yet? No, not yet. Um, right. I'm hoping I'll be able to find it at Anime Next. Ah, cool shit. Well, let's talk about Dragon Ball news. We have two things to discuss. The first one is actually going to be a press release that Atari put out back on the first of the month, and I neglected to add it to the outline until now. So it's a few weeks late. We apologize. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, Atari has the license for the production of Dragon Ball games in North America and abroad or else they have the license and distribution, the whole deal. They put out the Dragon Ball games here. Uh, Mary, since you can't read the outline, why don't you come over here and read to us what this press release has to say. Sure. Atari Inc., NASDAQ, A-T-A-R, an interactive entertainment company, today announced a reorganization of its general and administrative functions. The reorganization plan reduces Atari's total workforce by approximately 20%, which includes a reduction of administrative workforce of approximately 26%. This plan was approved by the board of directors on April 10th, 2007, and communication to employees was completed on April 30th, 2007. The company anticipates the workforce reductions to be completed by July 31st, 2007, and and will record a restructuring charge during fiscal 2008 of approximately $0.8 million to $1.1 million. Quote, We expect that today's reorganization will continue to reduce Atari's general and administrative cost, stated David Pierce, President and Chief Executive Office of Atari, Inc. These actions, though difficult, are a significant first step in reorganizing Atari and demonstrate our commitment to restoring shareholder value. I would like to say that I copied and pasted this, and it does say Chief Executive 
executive office, not chief executive officer, as I assume it should. So kudos to Atari for actually proofreading their own press releases before putting them out. Hey, maybe that's a real position. Maybe he, maybe the he, person is an office. He he's is the an office. office. I see. You know, he's a really big guy and the people work inside him. Or maybe they've already fired their proofreader. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Administrative support staff. But um, Ching, fantastic. Now, let's talk a little bit about how this affects Dragon Ball, if at all. It seems mostly they're cutting administrative jobs. Uh, as fans of Dragon Ball games in the U.S., is that going to affect us much, you think? Well, we're already seeing the effects in this press release. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Thing I want to talk about here, and it's a little bit of a mini rant, restoring shareholder value. I kind of already went off on this to Mary earlier, so I apologize for having to listen to it again. Yeah, because it's not going to be as good the second time around, you know? It's like when you rehearse something right. and you miss all the good stuff. Anyways, shareholder value. If I have to read that fucking phrase one more time during the course of any given day, I'm going to scream. And I'm kind of doing that right now. I just read it over and over. I deal a lot with SEC filings and postings and the formats and all that kind of stuff. It drives me nuts seeing this. It's not a problem with the way companies are run, but you know, when a company goes public, uh, it's like weighing your pros and cons. You're no longer serving your employees or your customers. You're serving your shareholders. Employees be damned, products be damned, customers be damned, with the sole exception of if they're happy, they're usually generating enough revenue to make the shareholders happy. But typically, shareholders are never happy anyways. You always have cranky, dissident shareholders who want to make a stink and always are like, you're spending too much money doing blah blah blah. I want to be on your board of directors and sell your company to turn things around. I am so sick of reading this stuff. So when I see this with Atari, I'm actually not on the shareholder end of it or the employee end of it, but it's just like, God damn, let the company work. Unless they're losing tons of money. And didn't we report not too long ago about how they were late filing their annual report or something like that? See, see, they already need their support staff back, <laughs> like desperately. So Atari doesn't seem to be doing all that hot lately. And I think, you know, clearly they came more about the shareholders in their products. So I well, think, they have to. Well, I understand That's how that. It works. So it's hard not to think that the products are going to suffer. You know, I've been reading all sorts of the press releases they put out and analysts commentary and all that kind of stuff about Atari. It has not been good over the last, I'd say, four to five years. So it'll be interesting to see where they go. I'm not calling for their death just yet, but uh, it'll be interesting no less. So shall we move on to the next bit of news? Sure thing. There is a recent release from a certain Shoko Nakagawa. Julian. Yes. She's some kind of, like, idol, jack-of-all-trades, Japanese chippy, right? Yeah, from what I understand, similar to uh, Haruko Momoi, uh, she's an idol who particularly has a lot of interests that fall along the otaku end of things. So she's very into anime and manga, cosplay, um, apparently illustration as well. And I don't know, it's idols. I'm never quite sure whether to trust what people say about them or whether it's something that they right. put on in order to be popular. Right, very kind I suppose, of fake. Right. And I suppose both things could be true. I mean, mm. But it, it does seem that she does have a very earnest interest in all things related to animation, comics, and such. So apparently she released an EP re recently with a number of anime themes on it. Mm -hmm. And this and is called Shokotan Cover Anison ni Koi wo Shite. And uh, I think that Shokotan is something to do with a, a nickname for her or something. Yeah, well, uh, Tan is kind of like, 
an even further diminutive version of Chan. Ah, so I see. It's like almost like baby talk, but it's become popular. Oh, God. Yeah. That makes sense then. <laughs> I'm so cute. Right. Like that kind of stuff. Like Misa yeah, Misa. Misa Misa Saki Saki. Anyways. Anyway. So she put out a CD, and there's some songs on it. And the first track is... Uh, Romantico Aguerio, which is the ending theme to Dragon Ball. That is correct. There's a couple other songs on there. There's the Sailor Moon R ending and the Eva opening, a couple other things. But uh, the first track on there is the Dragon Ball one, and that's actually the single off of the CD. So that's pretty interesting. And, you know, I guess we could talk about it a little more and drag out the news segment some. But how about we just transfer over into the topic for the week? So on this CD by Shoko Nakagawa, the, uh, there's a bonus DVD that you can get with it that contains the music video for the song. And this is apparently the single, and it's airing in Japan right now. So we figured this week, hmm, why don't we just talk about the song in general and the music video and do a little mini topic out of it. So you can check out the video on YouTube. And since it's, as they would call it over in Japan, if you're a cool kid, a PV or a promotional video, watch it on YouTube. That's not too bad. The whole point of music videos, maybe if you're out there and you're older than, say, 18, you remember when MTV played music videos and the whole point was to promote music kind of what this is for so go watch it on youtube and if you like it you can pick up uh, the cd and the dvd with the video the video is a quasi not parody more than how you say homage to the original ending animation for the song i think so i mean it's it's got a lot of similar elements to it including the dragon radar and some very bulma poses from the first three versions of the animation at the same time, there's some really random stuff in there, like an old school bus and making food at the end. and like. Yeah, it starts off, It's uh, the opening scenes and opening cuts are very much the same as the original animation. And you figure that the TV size version was only about a minute and a half, and this is the full-length song. But overall, you know, as the video goes on, it kind of loses its Dragon Ball steam a little bit. Although it picks up at the end. She's wearing the pink outfit that's kind of like the outfit Bulma wore. And it's she's very got the, 80s. the strawberries and the watermelons. The 80s haircut. Very. The 80s <laughs> jewelry. Yes. It's cute. Let's talk real briefly about the song itself and how the song sounds. The instrumentation and the arrangement, it's very like advanced and midi-fied, almost like those 2005 versions of Hedgehala and Makafushigi, but it sounds slightly more updated than that. Mary, what you think about it? I thought it was good, but definitely cutesy-fied. Yeah. I, I don't know how to describe it. No, um, I would say not much effort was really put into this. I mean, it's kind of like spit it out, have a cute girl, sing a couple anime songs. Yeah. Yeah. Make a quick buck. Though, I mean, the original song was also... This oh, singer yeah. was very much going for a kind of cutesy thing. And she was, I think, like 21 at the time. Was he born in 1965? Yeah, okay. So, so <laughs> Ushio Hashimoto was, uh, like, 21 when she sang the ending theme. So, I mean, they were kind of going for, I think, a cute aesthetic to begin with. But, I don't know, I mean, it does seem like they haven't really kind of... Uh, tried to change anything too much. I mean, it's pretty much a recreation of the original song. No major tempo differences. Basically, all the instrumentation with slight variations, you know. Yeah, it's pretty much just a, a dead-on cover of the song that sounds a lot better with today's technology.
Any other comments about the song or the video, Mary? The video, in some parts it was very cute, in other parts it creeped me out. <laughs> what creeped you out? Um, again, I'm not sure how to quite describe it, but when she's just standing with the dress and posing, it's like she's really trying to force herself to really put on the cutesy act. But I like the, the touches to the original uh, yeah, animation, like, oh, looking out the window with the rain and all that good stuff. Didn't quite get the whole driving a bus thing. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah, there's no Dragon Balls. There's a Dragon Radar, though. That's a very distinct Dragon Ball thing, but none of the other stuff that identifies it as Dragon Dragon Ball I thought I saw something that looked like a, I thought I saw something that looked like a Dragon Ball up on a shelf, but maybe it was like a light bulb or something. Oh, I don't remember that. Maybe there was. Well, we also just watched the actual animation to the song after watching this video, so I'm kind of confusing the two in my head. But it starts out the same way and it ends the same way, looking out the window with the rain. So it's it's a cute little video. I want to talk about um, why is the question I have. Why this song this many years later from some random chippy over in Japan? Because it is a cutesy song. It just translates well to, you know, being sung by a J-pop idol. I think that makes sense. It works well for that kind of performer. Mm -hmm. And plus, like, the resurgence of Dragon Ball popularity in Japan might have something to do with it. It fits in, definitely. And there's the nostalgia factor where I've mentioned this over and over again with fans in Japan. They started with Dragon Ball, moved on to Z and then on to GT. They had Goku young all the way through adulthood. They didn't have it sporadically all over the place like most American fans did. So something from the original Dragon Ball at that time, it's very nostalgic and they have very fond memories of it. The Japanese are notorious for their love of Chibi Goku. So I think that makes sense or that kind of fan. Although I question it because she was born in 1985. She so she was one when the show began. And it's not like Dragon Ball ever repeated, right? Like, as right. far as I oh. know, the show just aired straight through. Uh, Basically. There have been but- repeats. I think the majority of repeats have been Z, though, over in Japan. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, I mean, from what the Wikipedia entry says, it suggests that her father introduced her to a lot of older series. Eh, that makes sense. But, I mean, whether that's, you know, part of right. the idol persona or part of her, it's Exactly, part of the written story for her to project to fans. I don't know. I'm not a fan of these kind of performers in Japan, so I don't want to pretend like I know all about them and get information wrong, but it's just not my thing, and it just seems so fake to me. Like, everything is so disposable there for them. I mean, the whole concept of those little girl bands, it's the whole point. It's like Menudo, except it's Japan, and they didn't grow out of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, poor Japanese fans. Yes. Maybe one day they'll discover real music. Well, they have Asian Kung Fu <laughs> Generation, so I guess they have a little bit. Is there anything else to say on the subject of this song, its performance, its video, anything like that? I think as a whole, it's not bad. I don't think yeah. the video is bad. I don't think the song's bad. I don't necessarily think she's bad. Well, you know what sums it up? It came out of left field. True. Yep. I mean, this is a nice treat. Yeah, we weren't expecting this. It was posted up on our forum, and I apologize, I don't have the thread in front of me, but someone came over and let us know that the video was up and that the CD had come out. So I didn't even know it was out there because I don't actively look up these kind of performances and these kind of songs. So that's pretty neat. And I guess that mm-hmm. wraps up the topic. If you would like to pick out the CD or the CD-DVD combo, we will, of course, have lots of links for you to pick it up from various sites. If you like CD Japan, if you like Play Asia, 
Asia, if you like Amazon Japan, all sorts of cool places to get it. And I have a feeling this will be probably a hot item at whatever CD dealers there happen to be at cons this summer. Though that's a dying breed. I've been getting so sad as the years go on. What I've, I've just been sadder at conventions as years go on because they don't have as much rare stuff anymore. You know, yeah. they carry merchandise with like the hot three popular shows that happen to be going oh, on. Yeah. That you can get at Suncoast anyways. Oh, I know, right? Like yeah. that's the most, I mean, especially for us where we live in a metropolitan area, we can go to Chinatown in New York and be like, okay, well, there's some anime merchandise. I know, we got New York right. that way, we got Philly that way. <laughs> I mean, you've got, let's see, you've got Sansedo at, uh, what, what's the name? Well, it's not near you guys, but it's near Secaucus. You've right. got Kinokuniya in New York City. There's the yep. other one in New York City. Yep. Was it Asahiya or something? So, you know, there's a, a lot of places you could go. And I don't know. I mean, it's the kind of thing where I'm always on the lookout for something that's interesting, kind of rare. I guess you have to go to Japan nowadays to actually get that stuff. And well, since maybe. Julian's going to Japan, oh dear, he'll be our little scout boy. Unfortunately. Or, or, or boy scouter. Hey, that's the end of the topic for the week. Uh, come discuss it over on the forum. Tell us what you think of the song and the video and that sort of stuff. And pick it up if you like it. I think we're going to move on over to the releases for the rest of the month. Now, we've already spoken about all of these releases over and over, so this is going to be one of the shortest releases sections ever on May 22nd. Mary. All right, we've got the Dragon Ball Z Season 2 remastered set. You know how it goes. It's again new episodes, early Namek stuff. Yeah. Anyway, you... <laughs> the enthusiasm is enthusiastic, as you can tell, for these. <sighs> Anywho, yeah, forty nine ninety eight retail, cheaper everywhere else. There you go. <laughs> yeah, pick it up. Julian, what else is coming out that day also from Funimation? Ah, uh, yes. The Spanish releases of the first two Dragon Ball Z volumes that correspond to the, I guess, Ultimate Uncut thing that got canceled. But it's El Encuentro de las Saiyajins and El Plan de Piccolo. Uh, each one is about 60 minutes, so we assume like 1 to 3 and 4 to 6, same as the Ultimate Uncut ones that preceded them, and they're pretty cheap as DVDs go. Um, right Stuff has them up for twelve ninety eight dollars It's pre-order. Yep, that's uh, May. Thankfully, we can stop talking about those next week. June's going to be a pretty big month. We get a game over in Japan, we get a game over in the US, we got uh, stuff over in France, we got stuff over in Japan for DVDs, so that'll be exciting as we get to June. Until then, eh, it's going to be another short episode. We'll talk about why in a little bit. Let's do email. I was looking for a good email for this episode and going through the podcast account and didn't see anything that really jumped out at me for this kind of episode. But then over my personal account, I saw this really random email and it seemed like they wanted a response and I didn't really know what to do with it. So I posted it up for a couple of friends to comment on and uh, let's uh, discuss this email. Julian, why don't you read this email for us? And it came from, I don't remember, I didn't save it. I only saved its text, but uh, I think you'll do a really good job giving us an impression of this individual. <coughs> okay, so this email goes like this. I have this question. It's pretty random, anyhow. Here's my question. Which nationality is more like the same race, Greeks or Irish? P.S. It would be nice if you could give me a response. That is exactly how I'd read it in my head. Awesome to the max. So I put this up for some friends to comment on, because occasionally I'm like, I... <laughs> <laughs> so I would like to read a couple responses from a couple certain people. I'm not going to name any names in here, but uh, it starts off with Sparta, <laughs> maybe, to which a certain old Dragon Ball site maintainer and AMV editor responds, 
This is Vegeta! <laughs> and someone says, I concur. Irish don't fight for fighting's sake. The Spartans do. And then we have a, a friend of the show who uh, kind of pops in here and says, I thought Greeks at first. But since you can have an I, I'm like, he can't type properly. So I'm going <laughs> to actually read. You know, this person can't speak English properly. They can't speak German properly. And they can't speak Japanese properly. So it's a miracle I can read this at all. He Why says, you just come out and say that it's Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Greeks at first, but since you can an Irishman of Plato head or what? potato eater at Start your own risk. I thought Greeks at first, but since you can an Irishman a potato head or potato eater at your own risk, this keeps with your veggie theme in Dragon Ball. Andrew, what the fuck? And then we have another response from a friend. Okay, I'm going to say Irish. If we're looking at contemporary Greeks and Irish, the Irish now love to get drunk and fight. Soccer hooligans much. What does that mean? <laughs> Greeks these days really just love to party from a radically stereotypical point of view. Hell, honestly, if we were looking at this from a historical standpoint, the closest thing to a Saiyan race would be the Vikings. They love to fight and found great honor in dying in battle, and they traveled to far off land to rape village. Sounds pretty Saiyan to me. To which uh, another certain friend of same friend of the show says, Greece has worse soccer hooligans than the Irish. Even in their basketball league games, there have been angry fans that have burnt down the stadiums. We got another <laughs> uh, old friend here, uh, AMV or no less, and did a little something with Dragon Ball, maybe seen it at some point long ago. When I think of Greeks, I think of really curly hair. The type of hair that would produce this. That's a picture of Mr. Satan. Irish equals redheads. Redheads equal fiery temper. Fiery temper equals Super Saiyan. My logic is flawless. <laughs> and to conclude the discussion thus far, I'm going to name names here. Our good friend Maggie pops in and says, I can't believe there are this many comments actually theorizing on the question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, That's it's the so smartest ridiculous. response so far. I mean, to to think that an, a nationality would bear some kind of resemblance to a fictional alien race is <laughs> so. You know what? I don't know if it was a joke email, but if it was, it got a joke response. So I think it works out pretty well in the end here. <laughs> it is awesome. Yes. If you would like to send us emails, it's very simple, and we'll try to answer them normally with coherent answers and less laughing and less Andrew speak. You can send them on over to podcast at dizex.com. That is P-O-D-C-A-S-T at... DizX.com. Fantastico. So that's actually going to wrap up our episode for this week. I know we had a little bit of a short episode last week. We have a little bit of a short episode this week. And I can pretty much guarantee that next week's episode is probably going to be around the same length. The main reason for this is that we're actually working on something that's a large project. It's not Dragon Ball related, but it'll go up on the site in due time. And that's we're finishing up a video with Jeff that we're sending to Oticon. And it's a big project and it's taking up our weekend time which is like podcast production time and cuts into the research and the rendering during the week, cuts into the computer time. So we'll make it up to you in the future. We do still have content for the site planned. I'm working my way through a resurgence of a section. We have lots of pages done on that already. I have big plans for when that comes back. There's all sorts of other cool stuff coming as well. We've been making more convention plans the last week. Uh, a friend of the show might show up at a certain convention in Baltimore to help us out with something. More plans and descriptions to come. So does anyone have any closing thoughts for this here episode? Mary, 
I can't be put on the spot. Julian. <laughs> Owen Nantu is out, and someone needs to buy it for me. <laughs> Audience, you know what to do. <laughs> That's right. Speaking of buying things for people, Mary, I'm going to buy you another present. <gasps> you you are? Yeah. Oh, is this what we talked about the other day? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Are, are you proposing on the podcast? No. You know, you know about no. 2% of me was hoping that was it, but I knew what Mike was alluding to. Oh. I was like, oh. It's not nearly that cool. And besides, if you were to propose to me, I'd rather it not be on the show. It wouldn't be on the podcast. <laughs> I can guarantee you it won't be on the podcast. Sorry, folks. No drama. And you can hear about it after the fact. Yeah. Anyways, so when I'm done with Pokemon's Fire Red and I start playing Pearl, I'm buying you Diamond. Well, I thought about that, and while I appreciate the offer, no, I'm gonna have no, sucky no, Pokemon. No. What? I'm gonna have sucky Pokemon. Why? You're playing this nice fire red and getting all the ones. No, that- no, no. Here's the deal: you can't access them right away. You have oh. to play through most of the game, and then I was telling you you can import them in, but then you don't get them right away. You have to re-catch them again. Oh, 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 okay. But then, if you want some old ones, if you want me to catch you with Pikachu, I can go back to Red. I can catch you with Pikachu. Okay, okay. I. I still appreciate the offer, but when do you think we're going to have time to play this together when we're working on video stuff we until like need August? We to play it together. Oh, I you thought just, we versus each other. Well, yeah, we'll do that, but that doesn't take much time. You know what? You're gone. I need I need a different girlfriend who play <gasps> no! Pokemans with me. <gasps> oh, my no! God. Julian, will you yes. go out with me? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Mike. Um, I, I, I'm really not interested in seeing anyone right now. Um, sorry. Any listeners out there, preferably of the female variety, that like Pokemans? I like Pokemans. <laughs> I'm just busy, and you should be too. I have one closing comment and joke for the episode. Totally unrelated to Dragon Ball, but it is about macking on other anime girls. Whoa! I've, I've said this to you many times, Mary. If you ever want to get a girlfriend who's into anime and who's extremely geeky, run an AMV contest and require that people include their phone number on their submissions. <laughs> Mike. What? It's true. I got it's a whole, true. I got a whole stack of phone numbers right here. And I hope you won't be calling them. I'm going to make some late night calls. Let's wrap up the episode. Let's say goodbye to Mary over here to my left. Yeah, right. Yeah, come yeah, over yeah. here. We're going to switch computers again. You're going to come start rendering things in After Effects and Render. get to work. Mary, people can find you at the Temple O Trunks. That's right. Hopefully I'll make another update one of these days. Yeah, because I can plug, 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 drink. Plug and drink. Anyway, Temple of Trunks. Kaboom. You can find that <laughs> tasty. Yes. Temple of Trunks is tasty. If you like the purple hair, God. Where are you going with this? I don't God, know. just say the address and get out of here. <laughs> Templeoftrunks.com. T-E-M-P-L-E-O-T-R-U-N-K-S.com. Go. Oh. I think it's spelled that properly. Julian, you and myself, and myself when I typically don't have extra phlegm in my throat and nose, you can find us at... DaiZEX, that's D A I Z E X dot com. DaiZEX dot com. That it is. So let's wrap it up for Mary over here, who has the Lost 80s dub that we watched yesterday. We'll talk about that in the near future. For Julian off yonder, and he's graduating. Hooray! One more clap. Mary. Mary, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Put your hands together, goddammit. It's exciting. Anyways, I am Michael Bree, Vegito EX, and I wrote this song about you. 
I wrote this song about you just to let you know that I hate your guts and I think you suck. 大前週 EX ポドキャスト今週も聞いてくださってありがとうございます。次回をお楽しみに大前週 EX ポドキャスト今週も聞いてくださってありがとうございます。<笑> <laughs> 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 I was laughing. <laughs>